1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Hello, welcome back. I'm Carl Mack and this is Combat Chronicles. As you would have seen already from the episode title, this one's only going to be about Drickus Duplessis beating Sean Strickland for the UFC, £185 title, Now, I don't know if it's going to come out in the final edit or not, but my terrible South African accent um, will also make an appearance here because apparently it's Treykes du Plessis. I'm not good at South African accent. It's actually debatable if I'm good at any accents, but I think I'm brilliant. I'd say probably the best impressionist. That's why people tell me, okay? Did anybody else see Silence? Of the lambs Hannibal Lecter how great an actor was he that was my uh, Sean Strickland but yeah it's not a terrible uh, Donald Trump impression you've come for it's for the analysis of Strickland versus Duplessis. C but if you want to hear my thoughts on other fighters from UFC 297 and beyond I've just dropped a longer 45 minute episode over on the Combat Chronicles Patreon that's at www.patreon.com slash combat chronicles plenty coming to that feed and plenty has been on that feed in the last week already my full thoughts on Artur versus Callum Smith. And of course, there's going to be previews of Usyk Fury coming into February, as well as lots of other stuff as well. We've got Takaru versus Superlet coming up this weekend. and We just had an early fight of the year contender between Kenshiro and Canizales, all coming to the patron later this week. But with all that out of the way, let's get onto the analysis. Drikki's Duplancy defeating Sean Strickland for the UFC Middleweight Championship. And Derek scores the contest, 48 47 for the winner, by split decision, and now,
1: undisputed USA middleweight champion of the world, Dragon's
0: still lost to Boston. One of the weirdest champions we've ever had in the uh, biggest organisation of mixed martial arts you know I always try and do impressions generally awful but uh, I'm not very good at the Afrikaans uh, pronunciation I call him Dracus Duplessis I don't, I don't say that even sorry I went on Sean Connery I call him Dracus Duplessis but apparently Dracus Duplessis Dracus I'm not going to call him that because it's ridiculous and uh, yeah you know I'm not too good at doing that accent, as you can tell from my impression here. I just want to say good uh, good fight from the new champion. And that's about it, because I'm starting to sound Welsh. So, yeah, play Duplessis, an absolute oddball. Obviously, as he came up the ranks, it was very much a case of, yeah, he's odd and weird and not very good. But now we've seen him be very good against some very good fighters. And, and two in a row now against you know the best I mean, he's certainly not the best. Strickland's nowhere near the best. But he was the number one man in the division with the championship and beaten one of the stalwarts of the division, one of the all-time greats in the weight class's history in Robert Whitaker in really impressive fashion. And what Duplessis does, and we're going to sort of hopefully explore some of that as we look at this title fight, is he leverages his weirdness, his natural gifts and... I always like awkward fighters, and he's very bloody awkward. And he's very fucking strong, and he's very fucking weird. And I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's 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 have this uh, DDP title reign. Will it be long? Will he just be a interim champion essentially until Adesanya wins it back off of him, or is Adesanya on his way out? DDP is going to be totally weird and throw off his timing as well. And are we actually seeing the beginning of a reign now? You know, hard to really uh, fathom at this point whether DDP is you know beneficiary of a so-called weak champion I do believe Sean Strickland is a weak champion as incredible as his performance was against Adesanya and as much as I rate Adesanya there could be no doubt that we've seen Strickland's level in other bouts against other ranked middleweights but actually he rose to the occasion again here and put forth a very good effort against a very game tough willing and strange contender in. Um That's it. I promise I won't do that again. Um, I did say before the fight, sort of Saturday. Yeah, I think that the thing is how Strickland won the title with the game plan against Alessania that he had, and and the things that he brought to the table that threw Alessania off. Didn't think that Strickland and his fantastic team at Extreme Couture, including obviously Eric Nixie, who's in my opinion the best coach in the game right now. I don't think they'd be able to as uh, thoroughly game plan for someone like Duplessis, e, just an odd ball, does things out of the textbook, etc. If you hear any noise, by the way, there's another storm coming in. Storm Jocelyn. That's my Jason Statham. Storm Jocelyn's coming in. I am Stormbreaker. Jason Statham takes on a storm with his bald head and his bare hands in the brand new movie Stormbreaker sorry that actually wasn't a uh that's more like bbc in the 80s coming up next whereas actually it should have been jason Stephen is a man going well off tangent there because the fight's weird so i'm being weird sorry but yeah there is a storm and it's annoying so if you do hear any uh foreign interference it's uh it's jostling banging around in the background um Dunno where I was. Yeah, I didn't think that Nick Sick and Strickland would be able to consistently uh, the game plan for a fight like DDP, but also just to keep that up consistently and I said that as much. But actually Strickland did pretty well and I think if you look at the ebb and flow in the fight and what we learned is you know Strickland is able to do what he what he wants to do in terms of the jab and the range and we'll get into that in a second but also I liked how he responded to that adversity. We seen him sort of go into a shower before we inside like cannon we didn't really sort of like what he was getting and we saw a bit of this here as well. But he came back late on into the fight and that's what made it quite compelling. Now, a couple of things about the fight overall I think you know if this was in 2008 people about my age would still be calling it one of the greatest title fights of all time if you look back when did uh, Randy and Big Nog win fight of the year 2010 or something like that that was fight of the year yeah two great legends in that one but two sloppy heavyweights and if you go back and watch it it's fun it has moments of violence and brilliance and, and obviously it's elevated in people's minds and the fact we finally got a quote unquote dream match but Fights like were winning fight of the year back then. And this is not a snobby kind of, you know, oh, yes, Jose Aldo was so much more clean, and crisp, and breathtaking on the art and all that sort of stuff. Um, generally, like, you know, Aldo Mendes too. is just a way better fight than Couture and Big Nog. And, you know, we've got people to that, um, this weekend going, oh, this is already fight of the year. And no, strickland C was fun and weird. And they're both weird, janky blokes. But um, it was sloppy. And uh, not great overall. And the other narrative about the fight as a whole is that it was somehow a robbery. you Got all these random, you know, right wing accounts online. And again, it's not a political podcast, but they do tend to be the ones that are gravitate towards. Strickland, because of you know what he says and how he acts and whatnot. Again, not really bothered about that sort of stuff. Strickland is, is equal parts infuriate and as he is amusing. Don't obviously don't agree with everything he says. Sometimes I think he's just being unhinged for the sake of attention. Sometimes I think that maybe he's got a bit of a screw loose and needs help and sometimes I think he's just prattling about and people you know easily uh, I hate to say easily offend him he's such a boomer doesn't it but people do like to lead to conclusions obviously certainly not in the last week It's he not helped his case at all and certainly any defenders are going to look a bit stupid but um, yeah you certainly if you look at the kind of people that are freaking out about Strickland and this fight being a robbery and and they, you know, The wokes couldn't let Strickland be champion. It's like you're going against the guy who's turning everyone he's, the, as a white man, the real African. is all sort of you know, and and was bringing up child abuse as as something to bash someone with the other week. DDP is hardly the uh, the wokes champion himself. But you know, just to get out of the way quickly, not really talk about the scoring of the fight. I think it could go either way. I add it to Driggers Duplessis. What two, three, and four? I think that's absolutely fine. If you give you know, one of those rounds to Strickland, whatever, but um, as, as we sort of dissect the fight, I think you you see why I fall on the DDP side rather than the Strickland side. I have no issue whatsoever. If you do want to score for Strickland, i just have an issue with people calling it a robbery. That's all. I can't remember it was who said it about Carlos Monzón years ago, but they basically said um, that when he jabbed you, he sort of had a little flick at the end, he sort of turned punches over. And uh, that's why he sort of made it so difficult to read his jab, because you never knew whether it was coming straight at you or slightly curved, or if he was going to turn it over into a hook. And I think you see that with Strickland. People go on about his jab, 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 what a jab, what a Chris jab, best jab I've ever seen ever made, jab, jab, jabbity jab. But actually, like, you know, he'll sort of show you a straight jab, and then he'll show you a sort of a bit of a jab hook, and then he'll sort of double jab, and then he'll feint upstairs and low kick, and... All these different things that he uses to divert your attention is what all adds up to his jab being formidable. It's, it's never just straight jab lands, straight jab lands. You turn your head, he's still landing. He's he's showing lots of different looks, and I think that's why he's able to establish the jab. Because if you notice in the sort of first twenty seconds of this this title fight, he just sort of gives DDP about three or four different looks straight away, and then just builds on that pretty quickly. And it's that sort of deep connection between what Strickland's up to have is doing uh, with his jabs and obviously with his sort of modified shoulder roll sort of thing, which I still think is him giving off the impression of having good defence. It just happens to work because he's fighting a bunch of 185-pounders that don't have that much layered uh, offence. See, Israel Sani is fantastic, but I've made it very abundantly clear um, why I didn't think that he did too well against Strickland my uh gripes with his not such his style but his output his mindset uh, are well documented on this podcast and others and uh with strickland this time you know he just the upper half of his body can do what he wants to because the lower half just automatic he's just so good at sort of marching guys down whilst automatically checking leg kicks he's just very very good at it um he's just got good eyes really in that regard so certainly because of that he comes out looking pretty darn sharp against DDP. And I think what Du Duplessis is doing is we're seeing early just sort of throwing the leg kicks and not really getting off much at punching range. And the leg kicks are being checked and he's not really building off them. And as he comes in the fights, because he's using missed opportunities to be weird and chain offence together. So if he misses a punch or a kick, he'll throw a spinning back fist off it and allows him to get a bit closer to Strickland. And he'll start kicking behind punches or he'll start punching off the kicks. Or he just starts layering his offense to the extent that Strickland isn't as comfortable at range. And as soon as Strickland isn't as comfortable at range, as I said, you start to see him go within himself a bit. And that sort of cage general we saw in the first round is sort of starts tapering off. And because of that, DDP is able to get closer to him. He's so weird at throwing off angle. And what lots about DDP, he's got this sort of innate ability to sort of throw off timing he'll sort of go jab stop pause stutter whatever you want to call it and just as his innate timing to know that as strickland's about to go to respond that's when i'll go so he's initiated the contact first initiated the exchange and then put strickland back in his box again what does that do well it throws off a Uh, basically a range-based jabber, a guy that's relying on interrupting your timing and getting his own rhythm going. Fine, throw off rhythm. I'll go, stop, go, go. Oh, God, I've got to concede ground again against this guy. Also add to the fact that he's really strong, and especially in the first four rounds, not in the fifth, but in the first four rounds, able to get a takedown at will. Double run him against a cage, drag him down, or sort of just snatch a single up, took him down. Strickland's back up pretty quickly, but these are, again, all things that are going to throw Strickland's rhythm off, and just disrupting him in the sense that that early start, he's unable to build on it. You know, Strickland is very much jab, 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 occasional right hand, occasional kick. That's his sort of thing. But Duplessis is switching stances, he's throwing square on, he's, you never know when he's going to throw, as I say, he's in Southport, he's in Orthodox. He starts jabbing with Strickland as well to sort of cut that off, sort of. Willing to take chances and step in with his own jab. Starts jabbing underneath Strickland's jab as well. Punching off of kicks, kicking off of punches, spinning attacks, all sorts of weird janky shit. And the result of that, and, and of course he's just, as I say, really, really strong. You wouldn't really say he's like you wouldn't look at him and go, Whoa, he's athletic, because he's throwing these like there was a point where I think with Dominic Cruz, who by the way was appalling on comms all night. Sort of said this guy's been kickboxing the top-level kickboxes since he was a teenager, and then you see DDP sort of windmilling running Strickland back against the cage. But it works. These are all things that for someone like Strickland, who is a bit weird himself, um, but you know, in terms of his what he's trying to establish in the cage and the things he's doing, is sort of textbook range jabbing, really, that's the kind of thing that throws people off. Being weird. Throwing weird attacks, you know, DDP sort of throwing from his ankles, or there's one point where he sort of leaned. I can't call it, describe it. but Think about it this way, right? Put yourself in this position now. You're a southpaw. You want to throw a backhand, yeah, a left hand. You're gonna you're gonna turn back and then drive off the back foot, follow through and throw a left hand. But he sort of went to his right, and then without any sort of wind up at his hip to sort of through a backhand it was weird it was like can you imagine this is probably the best way to put it think about you're about to pitch a baseball and as you turn into the throw you then sort of stop halfway through and then throw it in a backhand the other direction obviously you wouldn't do that but that's sort of what it was it was just so bizarre you wouldn't tell anyone to fight this way he just does it and it works because it works against certain fighters I'm not going to say it's going to work against everyone but as I said against Robert Whittaker, he does show sort of this innate timing in counter striking, uh, leading you on, drawing out leads, etc. That's what I mean about his athleticism. You're not going to say, oh, this guy's Roy Jones Jr., but there's a certain type of athleticism to be able to pull off what he does and be effective with it. So, yeah, you're not going to go, oh, yeah, DDP. When I, when I think about top athletes, I'll think Yo Romero, John Dodson, Kevin Randleman. Du Duplessis, probably not, but he has an innate athleticism to him that allows him to pull off some of this audacious stuff. But certainly in the fifth round, he was tired. Much of me made of his um, his stamina in the past. does seem to get a second wind. And in this one, we just saw the sort of pure grit. We saw, we saw, we saw. We sort of saw pure grit from Dreykus Duplessis. Sorry, I said I wouldn't do that again. If we do have any South African listeners, I'm really sorry. I don't mean it. Um, but yeah, yeah, just sort of bit down and, and kept throwing and trying to keep Strickland off of him. Strickland sort of fought, felt more comfortable throwing the right hands late on. I think it's pretty obviously a Strickland round. But yeah, I think for those middle rounders, 2-3-4, certainly I thought play C definitely did the better work. I thought he won the fight. I think he's a very worthy champion based on his last two fights. Middleweight has been bad for a while, so at least but let's make it weird. And uh, you know he, he he beat the man who beat the man, and he beat the man who a lot of people thought beat the man. He's been the man, and so many men. And uh, yeah, you know I think you know kind of come out of nowhere to get, I guess, highly ranked based off the Darren Till win, which people still thought Darren Till was in some way relevant. I guess he was as as a, as a name, but um, you know I think overall it's. Based on the fact that people thought a while back that this guy was not very good at all, and you know, didn't exactly look great in some of his fights, he's put it together when it mattered. He's weird, he's strong, he's say, bizarre stylistically. He seems to have improved his stamina since his nose surgery. Still, maybe not got quite a five, at, uh, five round tank, but he does weird stuff that I can understand why he might deplete his tank. Will he be a long range champion? I really don't know. Will Strickland never get back to the title? I really don't know. I never thought he was going to get to the title in the first place. There are a couple options for for, for Dricus du Plessis. Now, one thing I do want to say: for all the talk, as soon as they touch gloves beforehand I thought oh, these but bo- these both got a bit of mutual respect for each other. And at the end, you know, so we are, mate. I, I knew you were just trying to do what you what you had to to get the fans excited. I keep doing it. Sorry. It's one of my worst voices. What would Paul McCartney say? You know, Sean, I know you didn't mean all of that, okay? You were just trying to settle the fight. Okay, daddy-o, it's okay. That's what Paul would say. And if Sean was Ringo, he would say, You know, Drakers, you're a good guy, and you're a very tough competitor. Peace and love, peace and love. Obviously, those are the octogenarian versions of the Beatles. But, you know, there was respect between them. Could you do a rematch? Maybe I'm sure you could sell it. I mean... I think they did a great job selling the fight, whether it was real or not. The trash talk between two guys that aren't massively well-known. Strickland's obviously made a name from Savage by his sort of bizarre press antics. But you know, you can have a fight um, in the crowd at one of the biggest UFC pay-per-view events of the year and, and sell this uh, fight and do your job in the run-up to it, whether it's real or not, whether you like it or not. From a personal standpoint, I was way more engaged in a middleweight title fight between Sean Strickland and Drickus Duplessis than I ever thought it would have been if you told me that that was going to be the uh, title fight in say July of last year I would have gone well fuck me Whitaker must have got injured and retired Adesanya must have moved to 205 and Canonier must have been caught with crystals up his bum or something I don't mean crystal like drugs I mean like, you know he loves his crystals doesn't he anyway enough about that
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
0: So whether DDP is going to be the headliner of the Saudi card, which has been moved due to the kingdom of Saud, thinking that the card is poor considering the license fee they're paying for, I mean... They, they pay to TKO, really, already with WWE, and they expect to see all the stars. They're going to want to see at least a proper big title fight for that one. And if it's not, it's a Markachev, and maybe it is going to be Markachev versus... Well, it's, it's in June, right? So, unlikely to be the winner of Oliveira and Arman. Unlikely to be the winner of, Olive, of sorry, Gaethje and Holloway. Those fights are both on UFC 300, right? Or maybe Oliver and... I don't really care. I don't know who's going to fucking fight... Mark for the title. I don't know which of them are going to be ready. He wouldn't give it to anyone that wasn't one of those four guys. So... Is DDP going to fight Chimaev on that card? Or are UFC not going to be completely fucking stupid... And they're going to do... I mean, I even had a look near Rugby Stadium, Pretoria. There's like a fucking 60,000-seat stadium there. There are massive rugby stadiums all over South Africa, and the weather's great. If you don't do Drickis Du Duplassi versus Adesanya in South Africa, then you're fucking mental. It's huge. Money-wise, the card will be on. I mean, what's it? It's a sort of similar time, right, to if they do a card in Saudi. They're like, what are they, South Africa time now? how far are they ahead of us in the UK? It's only two hours ahead. So yeah, you you could do it just like you would a Saudi card. You know, two hours ahead of the UK. The main events for the Saudi cards are like 10pm. And I think they actually run late in, later in Saudi than they would be in, in South Africa. So, yeah, you could easily, 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 easily do a... Uh, Massive pay per view in South Africa. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. It would be great to see. I think uh, they'd be crazy not to do it. And there's there's already a pre-existing needle. And Adesanya, yeah, he lost a, a wide decision to Strickland. Didn't get an immediate title shot. They've given fucking lesser fighters, you know, they put the fighters on worse runs in big main events. They got no issues making Adesanya just get, have an instant title shot against Trickus Duplessy. Trust me. Well, do you trust me? do you think that they'll make DDP versus Adesanya in South Africa do you think they'll do the Strickland rematch do you think that Chimaya versus du Duplessis is a good fight to headline the first UFC card in Saudi Arabia let me know your thoughts on Twitter or X depending on what you want to call it over at Combat CR I'm on Instagram Combat Chronicles pod doesn't get updated much Blue Sky Combat Chronicles pod I think it's pretty much dead in the water right it's about you know 40 people on there it seems and None of them follow me. So uh, Twitter's still the place to be, as much of a cesspool as it can uh, be at times, but always great combat sports chat going on there. Not just from me, you know, all the people that follow me and the, the kind of uh, opinions on retweet. If you're looking to find mutuals, good app to be, and uh, as I say, follow me at CombatCR. And if you want to get and unlock bonus episodes, deeper looks in the cards, more fights, more fighters, audio documentaries, which you can't get anywhere else, including you know, contributions to the likes of Kenny Florian and Luke Thomas. And more coming your way soon. And of course, in February, you're going to have Usyk, Fury. We're going to have Volkanovski, Tapora. If you want to hear all my thoughts on all them fights, best place to catch me, www.patreon.com slash combat chronicles. But until then, thank you for your support on this feed. You can support this podcast in other ways you can tell your friends about it you can share it on social media but most importantly if you give it a five star rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform that really does go a long way into making it visible for others so until the next episode on this feed until i see you over on the patreon hopefully thanks for listening really appreciate your time hope you enjoyed this one and be seeing you soon